Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. And welcome back to Cause Talk Radio. I'm Megan Strand, Communications Director with Engage for Good. And I'm here with the fabulous Marketing and Engagement Manager, Allie Murphy. Hi, Allie. Megan, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, but I am waiting for it to snow. You're always waiting for it to snow. I'm waiting for it to not snow. Surprise. I'm happy with it not snowing because I don't enjoy the we'll cold. We'll send the snow my way. I, w- I will happily send it to Central Oregon where you are. I'd love that. I have a very burning question for you. Oh, boy. Because we haven't seen each other in person. I think you and I have seen each other in person like twice ever because of COVID. Thank you, COVID. So I don't, I don't know <laughs> that I know this about you. So... What kind of face mask do you wear? Did you sew your own face mask? You're like one of those crafty people that can do that stuff. Oh, that's a good question. Well, yes, I'm crafty. There's a sewing machine behind me. I sewed the first sets back in like, what was it? February, March, Mm -hmm. when you couldn't get them anywhere. And I had friends actually up in your neck of the woods that said, hey, make me some too. So I shipped them to different places. But uh, now I don't sew them. But we do have, my husband and I have about probably 20 of them. Do you really? So they actually get, well, they need to get washed. Yeah. We have this whole little system. What about you? My daughter, same. My daughter made some at the beginning because she's the crafty one in our house and she has a sewing machine and knows how to use it and the rest of us do not. So she made Uh us all masks. So we have a bunch of those, but honestly, and this is probably bad, I kind of prefer the surgical masks, the little blue-green disposable ones. And I know you're going to freak out because you're an environmental sustainability kind of person. Because if I'm wearing it out, I want to be able to throw it away. I don't want to. And now, supposedly, you're supposed to wear like two masks. That's the thing now is that you're supposed to have a triple layer. And I don't know. Well, you get the little filters that go inside the cloth ones. And then we just walk in the house and it goes directly in a bucket and it gets washed. But yeah, it is is an extra step of work. scientific. And I'm so impressed that you do that. Okay, well, why are we talking about masks today, Allie? I'm going to tell you why. It is because we are going to talk to some fantastic guests today that are behind a partnership that has created what is being called Miracle Masks. Mike Reagan, Senior Vice President for Industry Relations and Global Growth and Development at Remax, and Teresa Scheller, who is Director of National Strategic Partnerships at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Shall we dive into the conversation with Mike and Teresa? Oh yeah, I'm ready to get started. Well, hello, Teresa and Mike, and welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. It's so great to have you here today. Allie and I are um, very obsessed with face masks, apparently, so we're very excited to dive into this conversation. But before we do that, Teresa, would you mind starting us off by just giving us a little bit of background about your role at CMN Hospitals? Absolutely. I've been with the organization for about five and a half years now. And on our national strategic partnerships team, I get to work alongside some just amazing corporations in supporting the work that they do to fundraise for local children's hospitals across the country. So we align with our partners' CSR goals, their employee engagement efforts, and at the end of the day, really just work to inspire these employees to give back in their local communities uh, through the amazing companies they work for. So it's been an honor to get to see the great work that 
companies like Remax have done and um, just get to go to work and love what I do to help kids and families that our hospitals serve every day. I feel like loving what you do for work is a huge goal for so many people. And it sounds like you've got it. Mike, kind of the same question for you. Would you share what your focus is at Remax? Yes, absolutely. And, and thanks again for inviting me. Uh, well, I'm a senior vice president and I've been at Remax for 30 years. And my primary role is I oversee our franchises around the world. And Remax has over 130,000 agents in over 110 countries and territories. So if you can imagine, we're on all hours and we stay busy with our amazing people around the world. And I also represent Remax to a number of organizations. Uh, but the thing I'm most proud of is for all 28 and a half years, I've managed the partnership between Remax and Children's Miracle Network. And, you know, I always say this is the best part of my job. And uh, primarily what I do is, is really share the amazing stories that come out of all of the hospitals and the families and the Miracle Kids with the Remax agents to drive uh, their support, fundraising, engagement at the local community. That is amazing. And I, I just I just want to stop and acknowledge the fact that you've managed this partnership for 28 years. That is incredible. And we, you know, we we have all sorts of people on this podcast. And like it seems like a long time when somebody's been there 10 years. So that's yeah. incredible, Mike. We have a great resource in you today. And I'm I'm super excited to dig in a little bit. But Teresa, as a as a way of background, Mike just referenced you guys have been partners for a very long time. Would you t- give us a little bit of background on this partnership? I mean, I, you don't look old enough to have been around for 28 years of this partnership, <laughs> Teresa, but um maybe you have oh, been. You're you saying just... I do. I, I get it. <laughs> no, never. I would never say that. Yes, um, I, I'm fairly new to working with Remax. Like I said, been with the company for about five years, but I've just jumped in and gotten to really dive into getting to know Mike and all of the amazing work that he's done over the past six months or so. And we know that partnerships between a nonprofit and a corporation can last between five to seven years on average. And we feel so fortunate at CMN Hospitals to have such longstanding partners. So since 1992, um, that partnership has been with Remax, and I think it's it's just a testament to the the difference that an individual, Mike, like you, can make by just being so um, such an influential leader and a passionate leader, and really have focused so much on this cause and really um, instilled that into the culture. We know that that's what makes amazing, genuine partnerships, and and I've been so lucky to have that for, like Mike said, over 28 and a half years. Can I ask what the partner, so since you've been around since the beginning, Mike, which I didn't know, now I'm excited. Um, how did that partnership start? Do you remember? Did you personally start that partnership? Like how, 28 years ago, what was the story? Yeah, actually, uh, Remax Quebec got involved with the organization and one hospital and one office, uh, one Remax office got involved in, in Quebec and, uh, they shared with us, and that was late, maybe 1988, 80, 89, right in there, 1990. And they started telling us about the great work they were doing with Levant de Soleil, I believe, was the, the charitable program in Quebec. And of course, they shared it with the REMAX folks at headquarters. And then by, uh, by really 1990, 91, uh, we were starting to, to get the word out that we were interested in a national partnership. But as you can imagine, many organizations contact us and ask us to, to mail a big check and put our name on something. But uh, the founders of Remax, you know, we're, we're built on a culture of giving, whether it's in real estate or uh, the partners that we have in business and so on. But when we found Children's Miracle Network, we realized we could leverage the power of our network 
and to have a national partnership, but yet all of their generosity and all of their uh, power, if you will, would impact the local community where they live and work. Because, you know, Remax was built on fulfilling the dream of home ownership for everyone. And imagine when a, when a Remax agent simply says to a family, your home is a miracle home. And what that means, you know, and of course, when it sells, the agent makes a donation on behalf of the family, but everything stays local. 100% of our 160 plus million dollars has stayed in the local community. And that way, every single agent can be a miracle agent. And they know that they're making a difference in the lives of their customers and their, their neighbors. Absolutely. I love that tie back to the community too, especially for your agents. I feel like that's almost more impactful because they can see it in their day-to-day. So on kind of a similar note, Mike, Remax kicked off a new effort this year on Giving Tuesday called Miracle Masks. Can you tell us what the fundraising program is all about and why you decided it was so important this year in particular? Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, with all the challenges this year for kids and families and hospitals and, you know, uh, no one's alone in this. We're all in it together and we look for every possible avenue to uh, to stay engaged with the families in the hospitals, even though we can't can't visit like we normally do. But our primary focus is always getting REMAX agents to support the Miracle Home Program because uh, we sell more real estate than anyone in the world and it makes it easy. It makes it part of the agent's uh, marketing promotion to list Miracle Homes and then make a donation. But this year, I thought, you know, and and a lot of us and our social media team and and different folks really came together. We wanted something to to be fresh and new and and, and really uh, impactful for families. And so we came up with the Miracle Mask campaign and a lot of folks on our team did amazing work to pull this together. And we invited kids from around the country at various hospitals to submit uh, their designs and their message. And what was so amazing is we had 15,000 Remax folks vote on the on the favorite designs. And uh, we picked three, three winning designs. I know we're not on video, but we have them here. And... Uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this because all the kids, you know, their heart was in it and they submitted their artwork and just some beautiful ideas. But the, th- the three winning designs, uh, the first, be kind to Saurus. You know, uh, the young artist said, this is a message for everyone and to dream big. You know, that's what we do when our loved ones are hospitalized and so on is you, you dream big. But the really powerful message came from Sophia Erickson in Chicago. Her brother, Matthew, has suffered from brain tumors through most of his life, and I think he's had 11 surgeries, and she designed the mask called Hope, and her message was simple. She said, whether it be my mom or the folks at the hospital or our family or Remax agents or people in general, everyone needs some hope this year, and that's where she came up with her design. That's awesome, and not everybody can see those like we have the luxury of. But what I really like about that is the creativity that went into it, but also how you engage different communities. So you've got the children community from the hospitals, but then you're also showing it to your entire social network. And so you've got both pieces going back and forth. And I just, I thought that was awesome. We were able to send out a mass to 150 influencers, both at Remax and Children's Miracle Network hospitals, and allow them to promote it through their sphere of influence. And I know uh, I haven't seen sales records today, but the few thousand went out the door the first couple of days and 50% of the purchase price goes to the buyer's local CMN hospital. So again, it's always that focus on uh, what can we do locally? Cause this is where we live and work. 
So I think the campaign is going to generate a lot of money, but also, you know, my main uh, goal really in the partnership is to maintain the awareness, is to generate excitement, enthusiasm, and and support uh, for the program at every possible angle. And the, certainly the Miracle Mask is going to, going to do that. I'm glad that you clarified a little bit, Mike, because these masks are, were obviously designed by kids and voted on by your network, which is amazing, but it is a fundraising effort. So they cost $20. Is that right? No, you get a package of three for $30. Ooh, uh, bargain. Plus shipping with 50% of that purchase price goes to your local hospital. And they can be ordered through our partner, Blinkswag, is one of the REMAX approved suppliers that produce them. But a lot of great support on all sides, the CMN side and also uh, the REMAX folks to, to bring this to fruition. And I tell you that we interviewed Sophia a couple times and some of the kids, and they're so proud of what this means uh, for them to participate. But, you know, I, one thing I've learned over the years is when a kid, uh, the, the miracle kids or the, the children that go through these situations and their family, uh, they become incredible ambassadors for the message that we're in this together and the hospitals do need our help, do need our support. And then, of course, nobody better uh, understands it better than they do. Yeah, I love that. And um, I'm sure there'll be a link in the show notes where you can buy your own miracle mask. And I hate to break it to you all, but you're still going to be wearing masks in 2021. So you should definitely uh, go ahead and buy one. Um, I want to talk a little bit, since we're talking a little bit about face masks, and the only reason we're wearing face masks is because of COVID. Um, Teresa, I have a question for you. Can you talk a little bit about how hospitals are faring fundraising-wise during this COVID-19 pandemic? Because I think one of the tragic things about this pandemic is that there are certain types of charities that have received lots of money, mostly feeding organizations and first responder organizations. But what's happening, unfortunately, is that other charitable sectors are being negatively impacted. So I'm curious to know what's happening with hospitals right now for children's hospitals and the the hospitals that you work with. Yeah, the, the loss of funding that these children's hospitals have had has is, is been significant. We have surveyed our hospitals throughout the year to, to keep tabs on how they're doing and the impact that they are feeling. And some hospitals have reported up to 50% of revenue loss that Ooh, they're yikes. going to experience. And this is, of course, it, it came from the spring and summer as we saw a cancellation of some of the routine procedures. I know hospitals were able to open back up, but as things are spiking again here in the winter, having to cancel or postpone some of those more routine procedures. It's hard to imagine that any procedure would would be routine or non-mandatory, um, but due to the restraints that they're feeling, they're limiting th those visits. And then they're also experiencing a great increase in cost and expenses through all of the, the personal protective equipment, incredible costs to move their visits and appointments online through telehealth, um, of course, many of our hospitals are also conducting research on the virus. So a lot of new expenses that they weren't necessarily expecting. And then you, you can't ignore the economic impact either. You know, a lot of children's hospitals are expecting an increase in their charitable care and what they give out to help families who are in need. And, you know, a lot of families this year, sadly, have, have had job loss and unemployment. And so, Therefore, they're going to lose their insurance. And so children's hospitals will have to account for that increased cost. As we know, our government programs don't fully cover the cost for the treatment and care that these patients need to. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, and that makes partnerships like this one all the more important. Absolutely. We've had 
our partners like Remax, they have stuck with us through this year. Um, they've gotten creative. They've turned event, events virtual, um, postponed, rescheduled their campaigns. Really just our partners are remarkable in that they understand this need. Like Mike said, they they understand the importance and the fact that a lot of our lives have been put on hold this year, you know, events being rescheduled and postponed. But the one thing that's remained a constant is the fact that there are millions of families and kids who need this care every day for, for cancer treatments, for broken bones, um, all of the issues that we see and treat for our patients, those have not gone away. Um, so those continue to be a need on top of the impacts from this pandemic too. One of the things that is unique about the REMAX partnership is that we don't do a limited time campaign. Every day of the year, a REMAX agent can list and sell a miracle home. And so it, it is consistent throughout the year. And of course, this year, we uh, real estate uh, came to a halt, you know, in March and April. Then all of a sudden, it came back just roaring. And uh, the agents have been busy. And we were able to reach out to them and say, hey, what a great time to do catch up, to recognize and honor all of your clients over the past uh, few months when, when you did get busy. So we're very hopeful for a fourth quarter to see those numbers uh, back up there. We were, we were nearly $10 million last year, and uh, we're hoping to get you know, uh, get close to that. But, uh, you know, I, I've served on this uh, CMN hospitals board for a number of years and visit many of the hospitals. And the most powerful thing I ever hear from these incredible doctors and nurses is when they look at a child, they never have to ask how much is in your bank account because no child is turned away. And that's why it's so important, not only for Remax, but all of the corporate partners to understand that the hospitals need us now more than ever. Right. And it's so much more challenging because you think of, okay, fundraising has gone down. And I think in, in the back of our head, a lot of people know that costs have gone up exponentially, but you don't really know unless you work in that field. And so, Mike, you've shared a little bit, I mean, about Miracle Mass, of course, but also the Miracle Home program. Miracle Mass aren't the only thing that you guys are doing right now. What else have you done? What else are you rolling up your sleeves on? Yes, we announced the, the first ever uh, virtual auction. It's called the Holiday Auction for the Kids. Ooh. And it ends it ends in about uh, 30 minutes here uh, based on uh, East Coast time. But uh, that went out to thousands of REMAX folks that were able to pick uh, fashion and jewelry and some uh, rare spirits and a few experiences and trips that they could bid on, including a special visit from a miracle child at your local office or event. But, uh, you know, historically, every year for all 28, 29 years, we host a big auction every year at our REMAX International Convention and raise, you know, usually $100,000, $150,000 just in that 45-minute auction. So it's a, it's a very traditional event at REMAX, but to take it uh, virtual. So we're very anxious to see those numbers coming in uh, over the next few days of the items that were sold on auction. But that process, you know, you have to be able to pivot. And I know in, in all of our relationships this year, not just real estate, but of course with Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, you had to pivot. And you look at the impact of the telemedicine programs where families, it was very difficult to visit a hospital, but yet uh, some of these kids have, you know, eight or 10 people on their medical team that if they have, you know, uh, substantial illnesses and so on, they could still have that support. And so, uh, you know, a lot of the funds were redirected to that. And we're fortunate, you know, with, with our communication system, we're able to share uh, not only kids' voices, but the medical staff. I host a show on Facebook called Miracle Moments. About every two weeks, we have a special guest on to share. We've had CEOs and 
kids and Teresa's been on. We have Marie Osmond on Good Morning Remax. So just a way to keep the message out in front of our associates. So you're doing a Facebook Live, like the miracle, what's it called? Miracle Moments on Facebook? Yeah, we have a page called Miracle Makers, which is Remax Miracle Makers. I think we're close to 3,000 followers. <laughs> and then about every two weeks, I host a, oh, it's about a 15-minute show called Miracle Makers, where they get to meet some of the kids and uh, you know families that have sold their home or agents that have done. We had one office this year. Remax Gold, one office, uh, it's multiple locations, hit the $1 million Holy cow. mark. And so we had uh, Stephanie uh, Flood on to, to really talk about how, again, Remax with a culture of giving, they incorporate Children's Miracle Network hospitals into everything they do, both Miracle Home and fundraising events. So it's that's what resonates and that's uh, that's what raises the funds and 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 not only the money we have what we've always said it's never about the money it's about the 9 million children that we're able to support every year now is sorry to perseverate on the facebook live thing but is this is that due to covid or is that something you've always done mike uh, we do different versions of it, but this year I started, I, I think we started in April at, on a regular basis just to be able to keep the message in front, uh, but I expect it to continue. Normally, I would do it live because I, I travel 100 some days a year and speak to Remax folks constantly, and of course, the CMN message is always a big part of our programs. And uh, one other thing I'll mention real quick is since you know I, I work with our international folks, this year, we rolled out the global edition to the Miracle Home Program, which allows uh, any region in the REMAX system around the world, over 110 countries, can uh, adopt the Miracle Home terminology to support a cause that they, they're working on. And as you can imagine, with this many associates, uh, we have a, a number of programs that impact the community. Same basic model. Like, like Mike said, we've not been able to travel and get out face to face and meet with these amazing employees. So we have continued at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals to leverage Facebook, leverage these online tools to connect with these associates. We've got thousands of dedicated employees, everyone from Walmart, Panda Express. And so um, the Facebook group Mike mentioned, we've got amazing activity, engagement. It's so cool to see agents cheer one another on from across the country and find a way to still connect and still put a face to our cause when they've not been able to get in and visit their hospital or receive a visit from a patient family coming by their office. So that's been a great tool and a great way to stay connected and keep the cause top of mind. We had a broker, uh, Christy Walker in uh, Arizona, started on the Miracle Makers page. And she said, I, I, I want to learn how to do a toy drive. And all of a sudden, within a, a few weeks, uh, she's getting support from all over the country. And now it's, oh, uh, wow. it's going to be a great thing for the holidays. And I believe in Austin, one of our offices, uh, I was able to hook them up with a Ferrari dealer. So they're delivering their kids, uh, uh, all the gifts in Ferrari. So they're creative if nothing else, but they find a way to touch, touch the kids' lives. I love that. I love uh, the the innovation that you guys are both bringing to the partnership and just how, how much Remax has embraced it as well. Um, speaking of how much Remax has embraced the partnership, Mike, you already revealed that Remax recently crossed the $160 million in lifetime donations, Mark, which is very impressive. So I wonder, Teresa, if you could speak a little bit to the significance of a partnership of this length and magnitude and depth um, as Remax. 
Yeah, like like we've mentioned, Remax is one of our longest standing partners and just the power of that longevity, seeing the cause resonate more and more and just ingrained deeper into these agents and offices year over year. Um, over 160 million, That's it's quite the remarkable milestone. And it's done so much for our hospitals and their communities over the years. We mentioned, you know, filling that gap um, between the, the cost that Medicaid or insurance won't cover. We know that 37 million children rely on Medicaid every year. And just to be able to fill that gap, help out those families, like Mike mentioned, that's, uh, that is so powerful for these families to kind of lift that weight off of them with everything else that they're dealing with. Of course, this funding is unrestricted for our hospitals and it's local, like we've mentioned. So that's what makes the, the funding for these hospitals uh, so significant because they are able to use these funds wherever the need is greatest. So education, patient services, equipment, and research are all key areas of focus for our hospitals. But I think too, the, the one thing that, that also makes this so powerful is that Remax has helped change the future for millions of kids. Because when each of these kids receive the care that they need, their families, families get the support that they need, we know that they can go on to lead healthy and fulfilling lives, right? That they can grow up and return to somewhat of a normal childhood, grow up to be strong members of their community, business leaders, like Mike mentioned, some of our most powerful advocates and you know champions to do good in the world or those who have impacted directly from the care of a hospital. And we know that everyone knows someone, a friend or family member who's been impacted by a hospital. So um, the way that Remax has been able to be a leader, not only in the real estate industry, but also make real significant, tangible change within their communities, that I think is the true significance and where this partnership will live on past the, the 28 and a half years and long, long to come because um, it's going to change the lives of these patients and their families forever. I'll share something really quick. So every year for many years, we uh, highlight or recognize a miracle family at our annual convention. So we've met some great kids over the years, but, but there was a young man that was our miracle child when he was, I believe, eight or nine years old. And of course, We've been around a while. Uh, recently, he became a pediatric oncologist working in San Aww. Diego. And he said his uh, the fulfillment of his lifelong dream to help kids was a direct result of being able to be a Children's Miracle Network hospital miracle child and to be that ambassador in his community. And the other thing, again, you know, we, we certainly never ask for recognition with the money and we're close to averaging 1 million for each of the 170 hospitals. But the support is just as powerful across Canada. I think we mm. have 16 or 17 hospitals there and the relationship started there. But our folks in uh, Ontario, Atlantic and Western Canada, they did a whole season of giving campaign this fall and uh, everybody's engaged throughout North America. But, you know, when we uh, when we announced this program with Marie Osmond, she was at our convention in February of 92 and she stood on stage. There was just one slide, the Children's Miracle Network balloon and the Remax balloon. And Marie said, I think we're going to do some great things together. Oh, I didn't even think about that balloon logo thing. But, yeah, of course, the Remax hot air oh. balloons, you know, recognize around the world and, and uh, to have the two balloons together and it resonates with people. But. When I see Marie or, you know, used to see her at events, uh, she'd always give me a big hug and say, I, I knew this was going to work out great. It definitely did. Great story. Almost 30 years. And well, 
I may or may not have been born when this partnership started. We'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Allie. So Teresa shared kind of the impact from the CMN hospital side and what that really means to the organization and the kids that you all serve. Mike, from your side, from the corporate side, can you speak to how Remax agents are able to leverage this partnership to positively impact their own communities? You've talked a lot about how things are local, but can you share a little bit more about the like the nitty gritty details of what that looks like? Absolutely, and, and this is totally optional. It, it's the donations are discretionary by the agents, but it's as simple as this. Imagine an agent sitting with a family at their kitchen table and they're getting ready to list their home and the agent talks about our partnership and the impact we have and their local hospital. And then they say to the family, your home's going to be a miracle home. I'm going to put a sign writer. I have goosebumps. Yeah. So there'll be a sign writer on the yard sign that says, this is a miracle home. It'll feature the local hospital logo. They'll flag it with a special uh, Miracle Home logo on Remax.com, which gets millions of visitors every month. They'll advertise it. They'll do personal promotion throughout the marketing of the home to say, this is a Miracle Home. And as you can imagine, who is the family going to tell about their Remax agent? Everybody they know. Our home is a Miracle Home. And then, of course, the agent describes the process that after it sells, on behalf of the family, I'm going to make a donation to our local hospital. And then a few weeks later, the family receives an honor card featuring a child's art and a special message from a miracle child that says what a difference that your family has made and your miracle home has made to me, the child, and to the hospital. And, and the other side of this is from a cause marking point of view, we explain to the agents, you've got to be engaged with the hospital support their radiothon, their job fairs, their auctions, whatever it might be, because the average hospital has about 4,000 employees and they all buy and sell homes. So you want to be that trusted partner. And that's from the cause marketing side. But I'll, I'll leave you with this. I, I can tell you, again, we don't ask for recognition at the hospital, but when an agent's able to take a tour or use one of the meeting rooms for an office event or simply participate, you know, I've done things like Doctors 101 to make rounds to meet the, the doctors and the nurses and so on. But when you walk through a hospital and you see the Remax Family Center or the, the Healing Garden, like at, at Dale Hospital in Austin or at Lurie Hospital in Chicago, we have a little family room for the parents that have to spend the time over, animal beds in Houston, things like this, makes a world of difference because, you know, you know that if you give a dollar, then that dollar is going to be put to work for those kids. Fantastic. And I, I love just that approach. I mean, you have a unique business model at Remax and a, a unique social impact program in that you have this great national footprint, this great national program with an amazing partner like Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. But, you know, really the bread and butter of a real estate business is that local community and the fact, you know, they're entrepreneurs. Like, yes, they're part of the Remax family, but they really are building their own book of business in their own community. So just the impact of having Children's Miracle network have all of those local footprints that can match up to those local real estate agents and just the power that that cause can bring. And just like you were talking about, Mike, the power of a miracle home. Um, I think that's really impactful. And I, I just, I, I love that model. I love this partnership. And I want to thank both of you so much for being here today. This has been fa fantastic. Teresa, where can people learn more about Miracle Masks and this terrific partnership and Children's Miracle Network online if they'd like to do that? Yes, I think Allie has the link that she'll share below, but you can visit Remax 
rem.ax slash miracle mask to check out the, the amazing designs we have from our patient artist and order yours today. Like Megan said, I think we're going to be wearing masks for um, a bit longer into the months of 2021. These make great stocking stuffers, a great Christmas gift for the holidays. So check it out and get yours today. And then you can, of course, follow Remax and Children's Miracle Network Hospitals on our social media channels. Yep. And of course, all the credit goes to our agents that uh, ultimately make the donation and, and support the local hospitals. Uh, we give them all the credit because as, uh, that's just what makes all the difference in the world. And of course, you can visit uh, Remax.com and find your dream home. And of course, uh, next time you get ready to buy or sell a home, work with a Remax agent and say, I want my home to be a miracle home. I love it. Well, we will put links to all of those fantastic places in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. Well, Teresa and Mike, thank you so much. It's been a true pleasure. We will look forward to continuing uh, your partnership and continuing to follow the two balloons that lead both of your organizations. Thanks, Megan and Allie. Thank you so much. What a fantastic partnership. I mean, it's it's incredible. You don't get to talk to partners that have been around for 28 years. And I cannot believe that you have, you like weren't even born when that partnership started. What in the the world? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, in today's day and age, you hear about people that move jobs every year, every three years, maybe every five. If you're Megan, you've already been with Engage for Good for 10 plus, I think, but 28 a is a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And then when you're talking about a partnership that's been that long, it's it's incredible. I mean, it was really exciting to chat with them, and it's such a creative campaign and partnership that they're putting out this year. I just love Max. the, I, I know I was being a little bit, you know, sticking on that Facebook live thing, but first of all, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe, what is it called? Miracle. I wrote it down because I thought it was so interesting. Miracle Makers. Makes, Remax Miracle yeah. Makers on Facebook. I can't believe that a, a, the company kind of uses that as their Facebook live stuff. I want to check that out because I think that's, it's, it's interesting to me. One of my pet peeves is when you hear about a partnership and then you go to their website and it's crickets. Like you go to their social, nothing. You go to their website, nothing. And I'm like, what, what, what is this? Like there's, there's no there there. So to have Remax doing Miracle Makers Facebook live stream and, you know, they mm-hmm. were doing this before the pandemic. Like, I mean, it sounds like they're doing right. it more now, but that's incredible. And that's not something that you hear very often. So I love that. I love that it's him doing it. It's just like, you know, <laughs> he's yes. like a VP, senior that's VP. <laughs> I love it. And the just the, I mean, when you have a cause doc radio, like people typically love their jobs, but the kind of the excitement and the joy that comes out when they're speaking about what they do is also huge. Yeah, I love it. And it definitely... You know, they'll, (laughs) companies often do this. They will undersell the business part of it and be like, well, it's just the right thing to do. He didn't really do that, but there's a definite business building aspect to a real estate agent having a miracle home. Like that point of differentiation. um, Even just the name of it. The name of it. What is that? I know that the agents wear, like they wear a CMN little um, lapel pin. Yeah. You see me like gesturing to my lapel here that I don't even have. Um, So agents will wear the lapel pin. You know, it's it's something else for agents to talk about in the community versus like, hey, do you Mm -hmm. have a house to buy or sell? Do you have a house to buy or sell? They can talk about like, oh, I'm so excited. We just made this big donation to this local children's hospital. And, you know, quite frankly, sick children is, you know, it's hard to not want to help sick children in your community. Um, Absolutely. There's 
don't get me wrong, there's tons of amazing causes, but that one's really hard to pass up, the sick kids mm-hmm. one. So I love it. I think it's super smart. And um, yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that we talked we talked to them and I can't believe I didn't realize the balloon and the balloon thing. That was I didn't either, so I don't blame you. But I knew both of their logos were a balloon. I just didn't right. put two and two together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't plan to buy or sell a home anytime soon, Allie, but perhaps if you were in the market, you will consider a miracle home. Maybe I will. I know in the meantime, I'm going to go look at those masks online and everybody else should too. Absolutely. And again, what was that link? Do you have it? It's re.max.rem.ax slash miracle masks. Amazing. We'll also put it in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. And Allie and I are out. It'll loop.